Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Domsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Uh, we're here for a little bit of an impromptu podcast. This one is just to announce Serena Williams is out of Wimbledon in the first round, losing due to injury. She has pulled out uh, against Sasnovic uh, after a bit of a slip and a fall twisting what it looked like to be her ankle and already bandaged leg. So, a bit sad to see uh, my winner of the tournament. I th- I had her, I jumped on the hype train, and now I'm just very sad just to see Serena. She was in tears on the court. It was just, it was just super sad. And you had everybody, we were watching it at the time. Uh, it chokes you up inside, mate. I just hate to see someone who's such a great at the sport going out in this way, in this fashion. Just sad. Yeah, worst thing is it's day two now of Wimbledon and it's our second sock exit. Um, At one stage, I'll be honest, I thought we were going to be doing a sock exit for another player in Roger Federer because he didn't look comfortable. But it is, in fact, Serena Williams. And she was the favourite, the bookies' favourite. She was going for 24. There's a lot at stake here. I know you, I think, got carried away. I think I said that to you afterwards, especially doing the bracket preview, going and putting her through all the way to the final and winning that. I wasn't as convinced and the reason for that was the way she's been playing at Roland Garros before and her movement and everything else. But saying that, she did start here very brightly. She went up a break. She was leading 3-1 and things were looking great on centre court. The crowd were cheering for her and ultimately she had a slip like everyone else did today. And when you're 39, I believe she is approaching 40 soon, you can't afford to have the slips like the younger players. And for someone who's had a lot of injuries recently as well, you can see all the bandaging on her legs. 
it's just the worst possible scenario for someone like that slipping 39 years old as well um and it was well it was it finished her tournament let's be honest she was injured she was crying trying to serve it was really heartbreaking to see um i felt really sad inside i must admit because no one wants to see a lady crying especially on court especially a champion and especially serena williams when there's so much at stake for her she's seen her sister venus go through today which was epic uh, but Serena is packing her bags and going home. No more Wimbledon yeah. for her. First time she's not advanced from from the first round, I believe, as well. Um, and ultimately, the main thing we need to talk about is the courts. Like, why yeah. are they so slippery? I well, think every year they, there is an element of that at the start of the tournament. They're always a little bit more slippery. But for me, the big part of it is the fact that the roof's closed. And with the closed roof, it just makes everything a little bit more slippery. I'll let you do it for the science explanation. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go to me for science, uh, but yeah, I'm. We, we were sort of talking about it during the Kyrgios Umber match and yeah. how it could just be just down to the conditions. We were we're suffering from some very humid weather here in the UK. They're closing the roof. It's raining outside, but it's also very humid. They said that there might be moisture coming up from from inside, like from beneath the grass, and coming up and out of the grass uh we had murray uh andy murray sir andy murray uh coming out and speaking and said uh brutal for serena but center court is extremely uh extremely slippy and i can't even speak extremely slippy out there it's not yeah. easy to move out there and we've seen it uh well manorino suffered a really bad injury today yep. i twisted his knee twisted his knee which that that is even worse than serena's to be honest yeah serena looked like an ankle thing uh it it was just horrible to see but manorino was playing some great tennis and looked like he was going to cause the upset of the tournament and then that happens and it's just i don't know who's to, there's no one's really to blame no I don't, just, I don't think you can blame anyone i think maybe i initially was like come on the organizers need to do something better about these slippery courts but you can't do anything can do? it's, it's just the grass is slippery and i think i know it sounds a bit stupid what i'm going to say but you need to play a bit differently when it's this slippery shorter steps you maybe can't exert yourself as much because you can't afford to get injured and you've got to play to the conditions you're in and if the conditions are like that you need to adjust the way you play which is easier said than done, no doubt about it. Because look at Djokovic, one of the best movers there is in tennis. He couldn't stand up at all. The amount of times he fell over, yeah. Jack Draper slipped a few times as well. Yeah, um, Everyone's been slipping. There's not much you can do. The only thing I would advise, I don't know if it's possible, and that's something I've been thinking about, what about putting some like little studs in your trainers? Yeah, well, this is <laughs> what the people have said to you, Wade. I don't think yeah, that's allowed, because surely it would just nah. rip up the court. Oh, yeah, the um, court would be just They would definitely shred. not allow that, but some kind of grip in the trainers would be beneficial right now. I think the only thing that would do it would be studs, though. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, like you golf could... shoes, like the, with the spikes in. Yeah, but it's like running shoes. Um, if you slide once... Well, you can't slide. The whole, you just the whole like... court is ripped to shreds. And this is like Federer. He sort of came out and he was talking and he's uh, in his statement, he said, oh, oh, my God, I can't believe it. He said, it's obviously terrible that it's back-to-back matches and it hits Serena as well. And uh, you you do have to move very, very carefully out there. If you push too hard in the wrong moments, uh, and he said, you you do go... Uh, no, it's uh, 
lost it. But he said, I think he's just trying to say you have to, because I noticed when Federer was playing, they were saying he his game style, he has a lot of small steps and he m- maneuvers around the ball very, very well with his game style. That is his movement on court. If you're not that type of player that has small steps to maneuver into position to hit your forehands, your backhands, and you're more a uh, you're you're rushing around the court, danger is yeah. uh, is on the horizon, and uh, you've seen it with multiple players already. No, most notably, the first match of the tournament. Yeah, Djokovic was on his ass about four or five times. So was yeah, probably the worst though, because it was the first match on the court, on yeah. center court. So it was slippery as ever then. It's only going to hopefully get less slippery, but I think with the roof closed, that added dynamic and the science, whatever you want to call me. I don't, yeah. I don't want to go into details because I'm going to say something stupid. But I feel, I feel like it's the condensation of the whole thing. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know basically, but it's slippery. Definitely, <laughs> I don't Definitely know that. why, but it's very, very slippery. Um, and wildlife makes a good point. Oddly enough, and I think Nick Kyrgios slipped once. But you know, no. you spotted something quite interesting with the way he was running, and he was making very like short steps. Yeah, somebody said that he has. I think it might have been Almino or someone in the chat said he's always run like a penguin. But uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a uh, maybe it helps steps. him though. Yeah, but I noticed the way that he, even if there was a shot that was difficult to get to that was cross court, he would sort of scurry across in short steps across the court and if he couldn't get there he would sort of give up a meter away from the ball he wouldn't just try and dash over there and try and get it because Mm. you're going to end up you saw he even pulled his groin a little bit during that final set and that he didn't even do anything it was probably all it takes and you've seen with a lot of these players this week it's just the matter of just a just a, a small tweak like that on your feet on the on the court and then your foot goes out, tweaks like the whole of your leg, tweaks your groin, tweaks maybe your ankle. And you saw Serena, she collapsed on the floor today. It was horrible to see. She was just yeah. on her knees crying on centre court. Yeah, you Brutal. can understand why she's crying as well because she probably put That's everything it. into this. She knew this was a good opportunity to get 24. And I think it sort of leads on to the next question. I know everyone here is here to talk about Serena. So let's focus on that. And yeah. what is next now for Serena Williams? Because I can be quite critical of her. I have been many times on the podcast. We, she certainly has come to the end of her career. I'm never going to be the one telling her to retire. I think that should come from her. I don't think anyone should be able to because she's definitely earned the right to decide. Um, yeah. And she'll know when the time's right with that. But in terms of her being competitive and winning things, especially Grand Slams, I'm not sure she's ever going to be able to do it. Uh, and I'm going to make that statement. The only thing I did say was I thought maybe this Wimbledon, she could have had a good shot because there's not many people I did big her up in the, some of the draw previews and things. But another year on, I can't see things improving. They're only probably going to get worse, if I'm being honest. And mm. I think now we've really reached the end of it where she's not going to be considered, say, a favourite again. She was a she was the bookies' favourite to win this year. Wimbledon. I, that was I can't see that's call. ever... I don't think that's yeah. ever going to be the situation again. I'm not sure if she's ever going to be a favourite for a slam. Maybe US Open she could be if she Maybe. if her injury is not too bad. Um, I thought it was uh, a bit rich having her as a favourite for Wimbledon. If I'm honest, like, I'm, I know that you said like at the time, you're like, wow, you got two favourites. But for me, Serena was never the favourite for Wimbledon this year. I know that she's obviously won it lots of times. Has no one been watching her movement of late and seeing how compromised she is on the court when it comes to like running back and forth? 
She can't get to, even at the start of the match, before she slipped, she wasn't getting to balls. That, that Sasnovich she was 3-1 up, though. Yeah, but Sasnovich, if she hit it into the open court, and if Serena has to run from side to side a couple of times, she's normally done after the about yeah. three or four shots. It's the movement, isn't it? The yeah. problem is the ball striking and the power is still there. Yeah, and that's oh, why yeah. that's what makes her dangerous. Because yeah. regardless of us saying all of this, if she wasn't to be injured today, I still think she would have won. Yeah, oh, definitely. I think she I think she won. has enough for someone you like Sasha even, Mitch, even she... still, because she's got that much quality flowing through her. She's the greatest of all time on the women's side, and she's even greater when she's at Wimbledon. But a bit like Roger, and I don't want to bring him in on, in on this as well. We're seeing a r- big shift now, and I'm not sure if these guys are ever really going to be able to win a. a a Wimbledon or a Grand Slam at, at that again. Well, it's it's you got to I think remember, it's been evident this this, this year. This is the highest level of tennis that you're going to be playing, and you're not playing like you're playing. You're not playing in the park. It's not warm up. It's not practice. You're playing against people who are playing week in, week out, playing warm up tournaments, playing all the time. And if you're just going to be nipping in and out just for a Grand Slam, I don't think you're going to, and especially not match fit you're not gonna you're not gonna compete even with people like manorino like manorino's a good player he's had a good showing on grass just before the tournament i think he lost to sam query in the tournament before no disrespect in that but he won a couple of matches anyway in that tournament i think matt like people like this you gotta remember that they're solid top 50 players really and if you're not competing against them, what hope do you have against the likes of someone like Novak Djokovic? Exactly. Or, or, or like league. on the women's side, like, well, what hope do you have against someone? We had Coco Goff versus Serena Williams coming up. I mean, the movement thing, who's got the better movement between those two? I think well, it doesn't even... I think now after today's, well, obviously it's difficult because now we're never going to see Serena Williams or Coco, but say if she was to continue and she didn't have the injury and she was to progress you'd have really fancied still Coco in that one. I'm glad I yeah. had her beating Serena. I think that was a good call from me. Wise but choice. She didn't, even, she didn't even get that far. And it is really heartbreaking. I think the most, the saddest part for me was her just crying, seeing her crying on call. Yeah, it, was horrible. it really hurt. Um, and the first day of Wimbledon, well, the, her first day, second day of Wimbledon, and she's already out. We've seen some big people go out. We've seen... Obviously, she's a she's won Wimbledon however many times. Kvitova has won it twice. She's out as well. Uh, some Grand yeah. Slam champions falling, and the youth. It, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be sound crazy. Barbara Krajicova is on a crazy winning streak. She won <laughs> again today. Well, <laughs> can anyone stop Barbara? Well, mate, that would be impressive. She did a the the. It's nearly impossible to do the clay court and no, uh, it, it doesn't happen. Double. No, but listen to this. This is how crazy it could get. I don't know if she's entered the doubles here, but say Barbara wins the singles French Open, the doubles French Open, and then does the same at Wimbledon on a different surface after about a week. For me, that would go up there as one of the greatest sports achievements I've ever seen. It would. I think so. In tennis, definitely. I don't think there's many better than that. I think that she may struggle against the power hitters, though. If there's a big server like a Sabalenka, someone yep. like that on this type of surface, Krajikova's game is suited definitely to the clay. She she likes a bit more time to just caress the ball. She can even let the ball bounce behind her a little bit before she takes the swing and hit it. But it's almost like a Medvedev people were comparing her to. But 
I ha- I'm granted hold hands up. I didn't watch her match today. We didn't have time. No. So uh, I'm hoping that she does great in this tournament. Hopefully we can get to cover one of her matches. Hope she goes far, mate. I hope this is the new, this might be the future. Yeah. Think? And I think, yeah, definitely. I think she's, she could go great, but just sort of bringing it back to Serena. Yeah, definitely. I'm just trying to work out what happens next here from her. Hopefully she's not too injured. There was a point I was going to make, but it's completely gone from me now. Um, no, it's fine. I don't know if you've got anything you wanted to say about Serena. Well, I think how bad is the injury is the one thing for me which we just need to sort of focus on. Is it career defining? Like, is is this no? Is this, I, I, or no, is not this for me. Is, is she, she's going to be back. She's going to keep going. I'm just not sure if it, the question is going to be asked now. Of her. And it's not. It's sad because it, I don't know if if she didn't slip here today, then we wouldn't be asking these questions. So maybe we should lay her off lay off her a little bit. Uh, let's talk about Sasnovitz because she's the one who's advancing now. She's going to be over the moon with that because she yeah, was yeah. down a break. But the shit, she, she broke back and she was playing some good stuff. She still had to beat Serena Williams and and get the balls back in play to make it competitive. And, well, it was free all in the end and she ended up advancing. I don't know if you know who she's playing next, do you? Um, bear with me one second. I'll just bring it up. Uh, I was because just going to say that she's only she's number one hundred in the world. You got to remember about that. Uh, which it makes it sound a lot worse, doesn't it? When you're going out to somebody who who is one hundred in the world, but she will be playing the winner of Habino and Pella in the next round, and then okay. a potential third round matchup with well, it could be Kerber or potentially Anna Cunha. Or... Yeah, and she did the press after the match. Obviously, she spoke to everyone, and uh, it was quite nice hearing from her. I thought she was quite a good yeah. personality, quite really funny. Nice. We was both watching it at the same time when we was we was talking through it. Uh, so I can't exactly remember what she was saying, but I'm really happy for her. She said that she she was gave a lot of respect to Serena, wishing her well and a speedy recovery. Um, yeah. And now she has an opportunity which she didn't expect she was going to get. Hopefully, she can take it and do it in the name of Serena. Because I always think that if you are to knock out a big player, don't do it in vain. Do it and make a name of yourself. That Then we can look back on it and say, Serena went out to Sasnovich, but look what Sasnovich done. She oh. had a great run. She got all the way to the quarterfinals and she made, she took the opportunity with both hands. It'll be sad if she just then goes out next round. Um, well, this after might all of give this. you a little bit more hope for Sasnovich. So the, the, her best result at Wimbledon was back in 2018. She took out Petra Kvitova in the first round uh, in three sets and bageled her in the last set and then went all the way to the fourth round where she met Ostapenko and lost to her. So she, she well, she served up a bagel against Taylor Townsend in the second round as well. So she's, she's good on the grasp. So there's no denying it. She's been to the fourth round before at Wimbledon and uh, Ostapenko, as we know, well, she's a nightmare for anybody on her day. Yeah. And that was the year that she got to the semi-finals post uh, Ostapenko. That was her best result. She's won Wimbledon. a title now on grass as well. Winning uh, Eastbourne just before exactly, coming to yeah. Wimbledon. We've got her going far. We've not seen her yet, but no. she could do a lot of damage now, especially that Serena's gone. I'm not sure if she's in the same section. Um, I forget now the draw, but I'm sure everyone else knows. Um, but whoever was in that section, it's opened it up massively for him. Yeah, I don't know man. if you know some of the names in the Serena bit. Well, you got obviously Coco Goff was the that was the yeah. fourth round matchup, wasn't it? You had the Angelique Kerber would be the, the third round matchup potentially. Uh, 
well, it's opened it up now. Kerber will be looking. She's qualified yeah. in straight sets against Stojanovic. And obviously, Coco Goff has opened up massively for her. So she'll be looking. She could get to the quarterfinals. I think reckon she can make a good run here now. I think you could have a good bracket there on the women's side, mate. Yeah, well, better than my men's one. But I think we're going to wrap that up there. Yeah. It's a sad day for Serena Williams. It's not going to be 24 now. Not sure if it's ever going to be, if I'm honest. But she's well, while she's entering tournaments, you can never discount her because Serena Williams, the greatest of all time, uh, never, ever bet against her because she's a fighter on court. She's got sheer power and she's got a very good tennis IQ as well. And if the injuries lay off her, she's going to be definitely dangerous on any tennis court, on any surface, in my opinion. So let's yeah. see what the future holds for her. She's had a great career. Regardless of that, one more US she Open. can recover very soon. That's my aim. I just yeah, hope one, she recovers quickly. Wow. I hope so too. Hopefully, we get to see one more US Open at least from her. Uh, yeah. And uh, hopefully, the recovery goes well. That's all you can hope. Yep. Big thanks to everyone who joined us for this one. I know it's late for many of you. It's approaching midnight here in the UK. We're going to get some sleep. Prepare for tomorrow. We've got Sir Andy Murray on. We've got Djokovic playing as well. We're going to try and cover as much as possible on the podcast. So make sure to like the video if you haven't already. Subscribe to get all the updates. Uh, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for more Wimbledon action. And hopefully no rain. Yeah, let's hope not. Get rid of those clouds. <laughs> see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.